the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. It's a nutritious smoothie of creamy, fresh yogurt, vanilla, protein powder, and a mushy banana for your mind. Drink it all down. It's nummy. I want vanilla. I want want vanilla. Here comes Eric Metaxas. Folks, uh, welcome to the show. This is the first week of January, and I was shocked at the beginning of this week, um, to learn from a friend that uh, by some clerical error, some, some freakish development, uh, I was put on a list for best dressed of 2023. You'll know that it's 2024, so I, I don't know what's going to happen this year. But somehow, uh, for the second year in a row, the great Roger Stone... Uh, when he put out his list, he included me on it. I love having Roger on this program to talk about everything, as you know, if you listen to this program. Um, and we will talk about everything, but we will start by saying Happy New Year to you, Roger Stone. And uh, thank you for your extraordinary uh, acumen, sartorially and otherwise. Uh, thank you, Eric. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, folks probably need some brief history of this, but for 48 years, there was a syndicated columnist uh, named Mr. Blackwell, uh, who lived in Hollywood, and he would produce an international best and dressed list uh, around Christmas time every year. Uh, And he was very uh, powerful in the sense that if he didn't say you were well-dressed, he could really destroy your career if you were a young actor or actress. Uh, but he also included, you know, titans of industry, uh, movie stars, uh, average people, but mostly prominent Americans. Anyway, when I read that he had passed away, that was 15 years ago, I said, well, it's a great tradition. Why should we let this tradition die? So through the year, uh, I keep notes on people who I come in contact with or I see on uh, the tube or Uh, otherwise become aware of, who I think are particularly well-dressed, and some who are not so well-dressed. Now, hold on. That's the beauty of this whole thing. With Blackwell and with you, it's not just best-dressed. It is also worst-dressed of the year. So we'll get to that. But I just want people to be clear. Stay tuned on that. But please continue, sir. So uh, in any event, um, it's getting harder and harder to do, to be honest with you, because, Eric, unfortunately— Uh, Very few people like you and I actually care what they look like uh, when they're leaving the house. Uh, uh, The the worst dressed list is pretty simple. I mean, Jill Biden jumps out at you. I mean, I I don't know 
if she's making her dress out of kitchen curtains or tablecloths. Uh, but it's, it's just it's awful. It's horrific. I think it's some big. of that was from an old sofa that they had uh, in Delaware. That, that certainly could be. Steve Bannon does a show every day, as you and I do, uh, but he doesn't bother to shave. Uh, and he looks like he's chased down hobos uh, for his wardrobe. Uh, John Fetterman. Uh, this, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse is- me. No, no, no. Chased down hobos for his wardrobe. The reason people need to read your list, I posted it uh, on my, I sent it out to my email list and on Twitter, is because what you write is wildly entertaining. Uh, and, <laughs> and so I'm just going to say, we'll get to some of that in a minute, but you, w- w- you don't just say someone is not well-dressed. You, uh, you get very specific and very colorful and extremely entertaining. So thank you. Now, listen, part, part of what also needs to be said for context, um, you put in as best dressed people that we would be ideological enemies with, people that we think are enemies of America, nonetheless uh, get kudos for being well-dressed. Similarly, a hero like Steve Bannon, you're willing to to tell him, uh, excuse me, Steve, but how about a shave? Yeah, that's a very key point. This list is about style. It's about good taste. It's about being well-clad. Eric Adams is the mayor of New York City. Uh, he's not my political cup of tea. He's got a migrant crisis going on. He's got a crime epidemic going on. He's got a corruption scandal closing in on him. But he is always impeccably well-dressed, always, uh, whether he's uh, you know going out to a nightclub or whether he's having a press conference in the morning. Uh, as I say, he's the best-dressed mayor of New York City since Bo James, Jimmy Walker. Now, He may be the most incompetent mayor since Bill de Blasio. Uh, He may be the most corrupt mayor since William O'Dwyer. But this column is not about politics. Uh, This column is about uh, style. And he's number one on my best dress list this year. It's it's just undeniable. Right. Well, all that graft and corruption gives you pretty big budget uh, for suits and things. Uh, I'm more constrained, but uh, I'm nonetheless... Thrilled to be on the list. I got to tell you, uh, Roger, uh, some of what you write is very entertaining. Uh, I've said that already, but I want people to read the list um, and understand that dressing well. um, We're not talking about, you know, quote unquote, fancy. We're not talking about spending a lot of money. We're talking about something else. Uh, Having a sense of style uh, is an important thing. And because you and I care about America, Part of the uh, slide uh, away from uh, certain cultural standards like not lying or plagiarizing when you write a paper, all of the stuff is connected. So people dressing uh, in sweat clothes at the airport, unfortunately, somehow that's connected uh, to the larger cultural drift. Uh, I agree with this. This is something I wrote in my book, Stone's Rules. If you're engaged in any business or profession, you are much more likely to succeed if you are well-dressed than if you are badly dressed. An impression is made based on how you are dressed. It's how you present yourself, how the world sees you. No one will hire you if you're slovenly with unpolished shoes, unpressed suits with baggy knees, unkempt hair, gaudy jewelry, and less than perfect. One must always dress for success. There it is. Look good, feel good. Uh, Another one of my rules. What I really don't understand, Eric, is 
the people who don't understand the need to dress appropriate for the activity in which you are going to engage. In other words, don't wear a three-piece suit to the bowling alley. Don't wear workout clothes to a five-star restaurant. Uh, it's, this is really not complicated, but it's amazing how many Americans have, you know, no standards. They, they don't even think about what they look like going out the door. And then I had to recognize some of the all-time greats. Uh, I got to the point where Larry Kudlow, uh, of Fox Business News, former economic advisor, President uh, Donald Trump, uh, apostle of the supply-side economic world, was on my list so many years in a row because he is so well-dressed that I created a lifetime achievement category. Uh, and this year, for example, Melania Trump, without any question, the most refined, uh, the most cultured, uh, the most chic, the most sophisticated, a first lady we've ever had since at least Jackie Kennedy. Uh, I would say she even uh, is a better dresser than Jackie Kennedy. Never recognized on the cover of Vogue, that's Trump derangement syndrome, uh, but I moved her from just the best dress category to lifetime achievement. Uh, that's how her, highly I think. Her style is not less than astonishing. I am I'm astonished uh, at her sense of style uh, Every time you see her, I mean, really and truly, it is magnificent. Um, some of the people you put on your list uh, as not so well dressed. Uh, one of the ones that I found uh, particularly humorous was uh, Madonna. Yeah, you know, I, I confess to you, there was a day in which I was a giant Madonna fan. Uh, if you've never seen the movie Evita in which is essentially an opera. Uh, it, it's really amazing. Uh, it didn't get great, re great reviews, but it deserved great reviews. She's extraordinarily very talented. She always had this ability to reinvent herself, uh, to keep up with the younger culture, but somehow she's very badly gone off track uh, between really bad plastic surgery uh, and outfits that make her look like a bag lady. Uh, the the Madonna of the Blonde Ambition Tour. That's the Madonna I loved. That Madonna, sadly, no longer with us. Well, <clears throat> on that last point, we will have to differ. Folks, I'm talking to Roger Stone. You're not going anyplace. Uh, this is the Eric Metaxas Show. My website, ericmetaxas.com. We'll be right back with more Roger Stone. Folks, right now in other parts of the world, people's lives are being threatened simply for believing in Jesus. People have been enslaved for their faith. So listeners to this show know that I'm passionate about the work of Christian Solidarity International because they protect and free those who are being persecuted and enslaved for their Christian faith. I've got to thank you for your life-changing generosity for years now. If you've given a CSI through this program, you have played a role in freeing literally thousands of captives. So as we near the end of this year, can I ask you to give once again your gift of just $250 will free a woman in Sudan who has been enslaved for years. You can buy a believer's freedom and provide her with food and other supplies necessary to start her new life. Just $250. Maybe you can give more and free more people. Call 888-253-3522, 888-253-3522, or go to metaxastalk.com. Please do it, metaxastalk.com. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. 
In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back, folks. I'm talking to Roger Stone. You can find him at StoneZone.com. Roger, I confess this morning when I realized uh, that you were going to be my guest, I I got all nervous because I I I didn't have the clothes with me that I wanted to wear. You'll notice uh, I'm wearing a Kamakura uh, cutaway collar. Um, Kamakura is a company I'm only aware of because of you. Um, but did you know that because it's a Japanese company and I'm not making this up, um, I guess Japanese men must have slightly shorter arms than a standard American because, uh, if you order from them, you have to be careful. I've never had shirts where, uh, where the arms weren't long enough for me. I'm not exactly an ape man, but, uh, other than that, uh, Kamakura is a wonderful company and there are others, but that's the one that you introduced me to. Uh, well, as you know, uh, Brooks Brothers was always the standard for men's shirtings. Uh, the button-down collar, originally known as a polo collar, uh, came to this country in the 1920s, first popularized on Long Island, where polo players wore it. And it, the reason it's buttoned down is so your collar doesn't flap in your face while you are charging down the fairway in your polo pony. Uh, it has to have the, a perfect roll to it. Uh, the problem was that the folks who introduced it to the country, Brooks Brothers, changed hands so many times, going from German ownership to Chinese ownership to Italian ownership, uh, and they kept moving their site of production. They lost the proper fit and roll of the button-down collar. The folks at Kamakura, by the way, Ivy League style is very revered, uh, revered in Japan for whatever reason. Uh, they have 
produce the shirt now. By the way, at a fraction of the price uh, of what uh, Brooks Brothers used to charge. Uh, you know, what I like uh, about your style, Eric, is you're the only person I know this. Just as Gianni Agnelli wore his uh, wristwatch on top of the cuff of his button-down shirt, you're the only man I know who wears a V-neck sweater uh, with a cutaway collar. Uh, and I have to admit, it looks great. I would never think of doing it, but you do it, and it always looks good. Would you say that? I, would you be willing to go so far as to say that I do it with elan? Uh, with a plume, I would say. I think you do it with a plume. Does it uh, speak it, of sprezzatura? I was just going there. You beat me to it. Sprezzatura, for those who don't speak uh, uh, Italian, uh, means a sense that you've spent no time whatsoever thinking about this, that you just threw something on and it happens to look good. So today, hey. for example, Eric uh, is monochromatic. Uh, he, he, you know, blue shirt, blue sweater, blue jacket, white shirt. It's a great look. Cary Grant was, oh, this is one of his favorite styles. So, yeah, you can't look like this was studied or that you spent too much time thinking about it. It has to look effortless. Uh, and if you have good taste and you stick to the basics, you know, I, it's not that hard, really. Well, uh, I this is a Brooks Brothers tie. I just bought it. The Brooks Brothers has a sale right now because I noticed that I wear navy blue ties a lot and they lose their uh, ability to, to make a knot after enough years. So uh, it is a Brooks Brothers tie. Brooks Brothers has some things uh, worth getting, but but not so many. Um, Roger, you um, there's so much to say. I, I, I want to say, first of all, congratulations on the work, uh, doing the work to put together the list, because not only, again, is it uh, 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 well, it's all well written. It's very entertaining, but it to me performs a cultural service to let people know that this matters. Ladies and gentlemen, it matters uh, how we present ourselves. So I want to say uh, to you simply thank you for, for doing that. And when I read what you wrote about me, I was really uh, almost mortified because praise from you. I don't think you are somebody who throws praise around. And you said some things there that were very nice about me personally. And I was uh, very touched by that. Uh, so uh, if people want to find the list, they can go to stonezone.com. Uh, we don't need to move on from the subject of clothes uh, and fashion and style. But uh, we can, if you like, because I understand that uh, you're something of a, you cut a political figure as well as a sartorial figure. Uh, I'm interested in uh, both subjects. Uh, look, I, I uh, the reaction to the list is always mixed. Uh, this is one man's opinion. Now, uh, Sid Rosenberg, who's on WABC radio in New York in the mornings, um, he, he violently disagreed with my characterization of Larry Kudlow uh, and uh, Greg Kelly, uh, Greg Kelly of Newsmax, Larry Kudlow of Fox. Both of them have shows on WABC. Uh, Sid's entitled to his opinion, but, uh, you know, I can't ever see Sid being on the list, in all honesty. So these are just my opinions. Uh, I try to collect other suggestions during the year. Uh, I've actually, at the, if you go to the end of the list, there's an email address. Uh, if you have an idea for uh, for next year, in other words, I, I, it's always retroactive. In other words, you can't say on the first day of 2024 who the best dressed people in 2024 are going to be. We don't know yet, right? So it, I always look at the year uh, in review, 
uh, the past year, and it comes out uh, New Year's Day, which is, let's face it, not the greatest news day in the world in terms of pickup. But I've been very satisfied, uh, and uh, I think almost everybody uh, on the list uh, has been happy. I mean, you're absolutely right about the nonpartisan nature of it. I mean, we have Marianne Williamson, Democratic candidate for president of the United States. She's kind of a zany new ager. Uh, I, I don't think I have anything in common with her, uh, but she's extraordinarily well-dressed. That's why she's on the list. Uh, Patrick Bet David, uh, the podcaster, who has a terrific show at Valuetainment, uh, he deserves to be on the list. So it's like keeping thread through the year. All you got to do is say, see Kareem Jean-Pierre once, uh, and you, you can't unsee it, you know? So she's uh, on my worst-dressed list. So Fright Wigs... Uh, you're not a fan of fright wigs. You know who should be on your list is John Amanchukwu. Uh, he is a friend. Uh, he spoke uh, while well, he's been on this program, uh, and he uh, appears um, in the upcoming documentary based on my book, Letter to the American Church. He is always spectacularly um, well-dressed. Roger, I have to mention, because I don't want to forget before we move on, uh, you mentioned uh, in writing about me on your list um, that uh, I own a few suits made by the great Domenico Spano, Mimo Spano. Mimo passed away just a few months ago, and I thought I would mention that on the air. He was a legend. Uh, He was a friend of mine, uh, and it's because of my friendship with Tim Raglan that I got to know Mimo Spano. But uh, he he was just an absolute legend uh, in the world of uh, menswear. Uh, And as you mentioned in the entry about me, his suits are a little little different. Uh, uh, the, the way he would he would cut them, um, but he he was just a legend, and uh, he he's passed away. Um, I guess uh, I want to talk to you about everything else. So, unless you have a final comment on things sartorial, I'd like to ask you about things political. Sure. Well, first of all, I'm sad to hear that uh, Mimo Spano is going on to uh, to be with the Lord. He was a great man and a great tailor. It's ironic because I wore one of his suits, a suit he made me many years ago uh, to dinner last night. So may he rest in peace uh, and may you find a new tailor. So uh, let, let's go into uh, whatever else you want to talk about. Yeah, well, I, uh, I I couldn't afford Mimo back then and I certainly couldn't afford his stuff now. But um, I, um, I want to talk to you about the political landscape. Um, we are... In unprecedented times, let's face it, most Americans know that things have gone insane. Most Americans know that. You'd never know that from watching TV because most of the people on TV are either insane or interested in talking to insane people to pretend as though it's not insane or to argue with them. But I think we have to be clear that most Americans know there are only two sexes. Maybe, you know, they don't have a show on MSNBC or even Fox sometimes will have somebody on, uh, you know, they will refer to Caitlyn Jenner as a she. Uh, I don't know why they feel the need to do that. Uh, but most people know things have gone absolutely crazy. An open border is putting it mildly. Um, everywhere you look, you see madness on a level. I think you have to go back to Caligula or Nero to find this kind of leadership uh, as such as we have in America today, all of which bodes well for Donald Trump. Uh, what's your sense of things? Uh, I agree with you about the fact that things seem to be spinning out of control. 
you have to wonder uh, about the, the the real intent. I mean, the Secretary of uh, Homeland Security keeps insisting the border is secure, as if we cannot see with our own eyes that there are tens of thousands of illegal crossings virtually every week. Uh, Carrie Lake told me recently that there's 318 gates uh, on the Arizona-Mexico border that are permanently welded open, for example. Uh, we have a fentanyl crisis. Uh, we have a crime surge. Uh, the budgets for states and counties can't absorb the social uh, costs, the social program costs uh, of all these migrants, hopefully just temporarily visiting America. Uh, no, I think things are coming to a boiling point. We, uh, excuse me, got to go to a break. We'll be back with much more from Roger Stone. You can find him at StoneZone.com. Folks, have I told you about Moink, M-O-I-N-K? That's Moo plus Oink. Uh, I get all our meat uh, and uh, our salmon from them, M-O-I-N-K. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, sustainable wild-caught salmon straight to your door. Um, There is so much that I want to say to you uh, about Moink. I don't know. I could tell you one thing. Shark Tank host, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, said Moink's bacon is the best bacon he's ever tasted. They are people who really firmly believe in the family farm. Uh, Some of you know, I've mentioned this, 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company owned by the Chinese. I I I don't need to say any more. Let me just tell you, go to moinkbox.com slash Eric, M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash Eric. That's Moink box.com slash Eric. Check it out. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question just the other night. I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Welcome back. Talking to Roger Stone. You can find him at StoneZone.com. I recommend that you do, and you can read his best and worst dress of 2023. You will get at least a few laughs uh, out of that one. But, Roger, you were just giving us the litany of uh, nightmares that uh, we are seeing in America. I think the good news is that it has to get this bad for some people to wake up. There are some people who... They would just happily drift along and vote for Biden or whatever jughead uh, appears in the D column. Some people finally, because things are this bad, this painful, are waking up. Yeah, I think it's counterintuitive, but all of these efforts to uh, lock Donald Trump up, to stop him from being on the ballot, uh, to, uh, you know, to put him on trial for fabricated crimes when he's done nothing wrong, 
I think the American people see this as, as exactly what it is, 100 percent political and election interference. Uh, I thought, in all honesty, when the president announced he was running again, uh, I was loyally for him. But I wondered whether he could, you know, recapture the mojo of 2016. He's done that in spades. Words, I think these attempts to destroy him uh, have, in a way, turbocharged his campaign uh, in a way that could never have been foreseen. Now, look, I worked for Ronald Reagan. I'm a veteran of, of 13 national presidential campaigns. I've studied a lot of polling. Uh, I try to be dispassionate about it, even though I'm a Trump supporter. I've never seen anything like the intensity uh, in Trump's support. In other words, Trump supporters, uh, eight out of 10, eight and a half out of 10 say, there's no chance that they would vote for anyone else under any circumstances. Even Reagan never had that kind of intensity. Uh, and he continues to gain, making inroads among African-Americans, making inroads among Hispanic Americans, making inroads among younger Americans, for example. So uh, I guess I would say if we have a free, fair, honest, transparent election, I'm highly confident that he'll win. Uh, will we have such a, an election? First of all, I'm praying for one. That's one of the most important things you can do. Uh, but secondarily, uh, it's really on us. In other words, I think people need to know the facts about the last election. But this isn't about the last election. This is about the next election. Richard Dixon did not get elected in 1968 by whining over the fact that he was cheated in 1960, which he was. So um, I think it is, uh, it is important to recognize uh, that a lot of the same state laws are in place. Uh, but this time, I think the Republicans, uh, both uh, in terms of the legal side and through the use of perfectly legal but sophisticated technology, will have a much, much better chance of monitoring the vote to ensure that we have uh, uh, some semblance of an honest election. I mean, to, to be fair, uh, I don't think you can really compare the theft of 1960 to the theft of 2020. Th this is a different order of magnitude. Uh, you'd have to agree with me on that. Well, you can recognize the technological changes since 1960. In 1960, voter fraud was achieved by having people on the voter lists uh, who didn't exist, uh, a grand tradition in Chicago, as you know, uh, and also by having people vote more than one time. Uh, but you had nothing like the, the mail-in ballot fiasco in our last election. Uh, we had voting machines in 1960, but they were standalone, automatic, metallic machines. They had no computer software in them. Now all the voting machines are connected to each other and to a central server, which is obviously uh, an invitation for manipulation. Uh, it's very funny. When I said uh, uh, prior to the 2016 election, I wrote a piece uh, for The Hill about how these machines could be hacked and easily manipulated with a $35 piece of hardware that you could get at you know, Best Buy. Uh, and uh, Hillary Clinton and the Democrats trashed me for raising this question. Yet after she lost, when she filed objections in Michigan and Pennsylvania, uh, she used the exact same argument that I had used uh, before the election when I wrote about it for The Hill. So uh, I guess the larger point here is questioning the outcome of an election is not a crime. Every American has a First Amendment right to do that, to have an opinion. If it were a crime, 
Well, then Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Stacey Abrams and Howard Dean and many, many more would be in prison. But it's not a crime. They challenged the outcome of the 2016 election. They challenged the outcome of the 2012 election. Yes, Donald Trump challenged the outcome uh, of the last election in terms of its integrity. Uh, that's just not a crime, but that is exactly what he's being prosecuted for. Uh, and not just he, but Rudy Giuliani. Um, it's just despicable. And again, I think that there are more and more Americans waking up to how despicable uh, the left in America is uh, and how they're willing to do absolutely anything uh, to bring down Donald Trump or to make it impossible for him to become president because they're scared to death of actual justice in America. They're scared to death of a man who's a fighter and who knows where the bodies are buried in a way that he did not when he came down the escalator uh, in 2016. Um, have to ask you about the people who somehow are still running uh, against him in the primary. Uh, surely they believe that something could happen. They're convinced something will happen and then they will be the party's uh, leader. I think that was the original premise for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's uh, candidacy. By the way, he's on my international worst dressed list. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower did not go around with a vest that had a campaign logo on the breast. Uh, either did Richard Nixon. Ronald Reagan would never be caught dead in such a thing. It's not presidential, but that's what the governor of Florida wears when he's traipsing around Florida. I wanted, not- I wanted to go out of this segment on a petty note. I've succeeded again. We'll be right back. You never said too much, but still you showed the way. Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream bed sheets made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Metaxas at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Eric at checkout. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-978-3057 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Eric. Hey folks, I'm talking to Roger Stone. You can find him at StoneZone.com. You've got to check out uh, StoneZone.com, if only for the best and worst dress of 2023. I have the privilege of being on there, but just read it. You'll see. It's very entertaining, uh, informative, and important. But, Roger, you were just talking about um, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, and I guess um, for for me, um, I I always uh, liked Ron DeSantis just because he was uh, doing a great job as governor of Florida and on and on and on. When he decided to run against Trump, it it broke my heart because I thought this is a mistake on every level. Um, and uh, I don't know why he was persuaded, how he was persuaded 
to do that. Nikki Haley uh, and Chris Christie are are different kinds of stories. Uh, I I think you wrote uh, that uh, was it yesterday that Nikki Haley is ineligible to be president of the United States. Did you write that? I did indeed. I'm not a lawyer, but I've now read enough uh, legal analysis that I'm persuaded that even though she was born in the United States, neither of her parents were uh, U.S. citizens at the time of her birth. Uh, And uh, to the extent that the courts have defined natural uh, born, uh, as it's set out in the Constitution, as a requirement to be president, uh, I believe she is indeed ineligible. Now, is it going to matter? No, I don't think it's going to matter because uh, she's not going to be the Republican nominee for president. She's also not going to be the Republican nominee for vice president. Well, everybody has to know that. The fact that that was thrown out there, I thought, who's smoking what? That's that's unbelievable. Uh, there are there are certainly some people uh, who are pushing that idea. Uh, I remember Reagan saying he would never take Bush. He ended up taking Bush. I suspect it was uh, the single greatest uh, m- mistake of his life and one for which he probably had later had great regrets. Uh, I think it is highly unlikely. But the question here really is, uh, what will happen in Iowa if Nikki Haley, uh, who's really kind of taken off late in terms of her access to money, uh, surpasses Ron DeSantis? I can tell you the polling shows that eight out of 10 of DeSantis's votes uh, go to in the next round, go to Donald Trump. So the collapse of DeSantis. And just actually will benefit uh, Trump substantially. Whereas if Chris Christie got out of the race, while he only has around 3% of the vote, those votes go almost uh, completely to Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is the Republican establishment uh, candidate for president. She's she's a Dick Cheney in heels. Uh, she's a neocon. Uh, she told President Trump to his face that if he ran, she would not run. So she, like Ron DeSantis, uh, her candidacy is an act of treachery. At least in DeSantis's case, he never lied to Trump's face. Although I think, given the role that Trump played, lifting him from obscurity, catapulting him to the Republican nomination for governor, helping drag him over the finish line by a very slim margin by changing his own schedule and campaigning in Florida three times in the final weeks of the 2018 election, uh, Trump, I think, was uh, right to expect loyalty. Uh, and it, it has not been forthcoming. That's why I, I have written that uh, Ron DeSantis is a treacherous, backstabbing weasel and an ingrate, to put a fine point on it. Uh, whereas Nikki Haley, uh, you know, she kind of reminds me of Lindsey Graham. And I mean, when can we have the next world war and how soon can we start it? Uh, that's not what the American people are for. I think one of the reasons they elected Donald Trump to begin with is because they were tired of the endless foreign wars costing us blood and treasure. Uh, And they couldn't see what the inherent interests of the United States were in these wars. So, um, again, I I saw the president uh, New Year's Eve uh, at Mar-a-Lago. You know me, I'll take any excuse to wear a black tie. Uh, It was a great, great party. He was in a great, great mood. He's lost, uh, you know, he's lost some weight. He's really slimmed down to fighting trim. Looks better than he's looked in years. His mood was excellent. I mean, for a guy carrying this level of stress. Uh, it's, it's amazing how good-humored, how resilient, how resolute, how incredibly confident he is. It was a great evening all around. Uh, I, uh, I'm praying for a great result. Uh, I honestly think that, uh, uh, that uh, some divine intervention here is necessary, given the 
evil nature uh, of the deep state, call them whatever you want, the the uniparty or the military industrial complex. Look, there's a, an elite set of institutions of people that we never elected, Eric, and they're, they're running the country today and they would like to continue to run the country. Uh, and they can only be defeated at the polls. Well, um, I am uh, crazy enough to believe in a, in a God of miracles, uh, and I do believe that God has his hand on this nation uh, and uh, that if we fight and pray, uh, it is at least possible and probably likely that God will give us the victory. But we have to fight the way George Washington fought, and we have to pray. We can't just sit on our hands and hope. Um, it, it is, uh, it's going to be an extraordinary year, Roger. What do you see uh, the, the unhinged left doing uh, to, to keep Trump away? Because they cannot bear the thought. They are frightened to death, let's face it, of him being reelected. Well, it's bad enough as it is that they're trying to incarcerate him for 600 years. Uh, I, uh, let's face it, their strategy is to get to a trial before the election, which means he would be essentially relegated to a courtroom where he has to be uh, when he should be out campaigning, also drains money from his campaign coffers to pay lawyers. Uh, I'm not sure they're going to get their wish. I'm not sure there will be a trial before uh, Election Day of 2024, looking less and less likely, but depends more and more on the United States Supreme Court. Uh, could we have another pandemic? Well, Bill Gates has already predicted one. He seems to have a pretty good track record of knowing about these things just coincidentally before they happen, doesn't he, Eric? Uh, and then uh, a terrorist attack on American soil? When you've let 10 million people into the country illegally and you don't know who they are, I would say the chances of a terrorist attack on American interests are, are, are probable. Uh, this is something else I pray about uh, every night. Uh, so I think any of those things have the potential to royal the presidential race. Uh, but there's, there is no limit to what those in power will do in terms of bending the rules uh, and the system. Uh, as you may have noticed, the, the Biden administration wants to, uh, wants to use the FCC uh, to censor the Internet. For 40 years, there's been no censorship of the Internet. They don't want people to see the Eric Metaxas show. We need uh, to, uh, we need to uh, put a pin in it. We'll be right back. Final segment with Roger Stone. You can find him at StoneZone.com. Check it out. Final segment with uh, Roger Stone. You can find him at StoneZone.com. Roger, you know, you were just talking about stuff that unfortunately is obvious. Anybody who's not an idiot knows that if you have an open border, China would be insane not to take advantage of this. It's kind of like, you know, criminals find out that, oh, yeah, there's nobody guarding the bank. What do we think they're going to do? You think they're going to stay home? Are they in the honor system? No, they're the enemy. Um, we have allowed, uh, I mean, there's no doubt 
that millions of decent people who want to live in America have come across the border. There's also no doubt that thousands of evil actors have taken advantage of this and are here on our soil. There will be blood on the hands of Joe Biden. Uh, It doesn't seem to me uh, a a question of whether. Uh, It seems to me a question of when. But this is something we've never faced uh, ever in our nation, to have this kind of... um, it's almost like anti-American leadership, someone who is inviting uh, evil and uh, murder. I, don't, I just don't know how to process it, that, that it'd be one thing if you'd want people to come over and vote for you. It's another thing when you're opening the door to really, really wicked people who w- would love to take down the, you know, uh, the Freedom Tower if they got the chance. Well, it is an uh, invasion. There's no question about that. It's interesting to me that the mayor of Chicago... Uh, says the other day that uh, that he's going to run out of money very quickly. He doesn't have the money for the social services for these people. But the answer is to give them all citizenship, which to me will solve nothing whatsoever other than making them eligible to vote. Uh, Anthony uh, Blinken, who I refer to as Blinky, uh, does a press conference uh, with the president of Mexico. And when he comes out, he says, he again implies that the answer somehow is to take all these people who entered the country illegally and give them citizenship. Uh, that won't address the problem at all. It will just create a whole bank of new voters for Joe Biden uh, and Democrats. Look, uh, President Dwight Eisenhower deported 1.3 million illegals when he, he was president. Donald Trump has made it very clear that he will deport the people who are here illegally. He will find them and deport them. Uh, I think it's entirely possible. I think he's deeply committed to it. So the country can be saved. In the meantime, you know, the neighborhood's getting a little shady at night, in all honesty. Uh, it's, not just, uh, it's not just the cities. It's the suburbs. It's also in rural areas. I talked to a guy in a small town of less than 300 people in South Dakota the other day. And he said, you know, we've got all these strangers in town. Uh, and they, they stay at a local Holiday Inn. Uh, they have a preloaded credit card, uh, uh, compliments of the government. They have cell phones. Uh, they have no intention of finding work. Frankly, we don't have enough jobs around here anyway. Uh, so it, it is it is invading America uh, at all levels, uh, Eric. Well, it's like Cesar Chavez took the country over. But, oh, it's Joe Biden. Um, honestly, I don't know uh, if, if Biden weren't uh, a doddering buffoon. I don't know how he could sleep at night, but here's the good news. He's a doddering buffoon. These things don't trouble him. But uh, I know that many Americans, as we say, they're waking up to the reality. uh, And and I think that uh, Trump will get more uh, black and Hispanic voters than ever, because if you're trying to raise a family and you're trying to hold down a job and you see this happening, uh, you know, you're not going to vote for FDR's Democratic Party. You, you have a choice between Marxist madness uh, and Donald Trump, it looks like. Um, we're out of time, Roger. I just want to thank you for everything that you do for this nation. Uh, folks, go to StoneZone.com. Uh, check it out. It'll be well worth your reading. Roger, thank you. Eric, great to be with you. God bless you and Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.